Good morning. How are you all doing this morning? Boy, we've got a force in the balcony this morning. Hello, balcony people. Yeah, first, uh, first Sunday that we've moved to our summer schedule. So uh, 10 o'clock worship. We'll see how many times the doors open and close at about 10.30 <laughs> for those who are still on the 10.30 schedule. I hope you took advantage and um, went at 9 o'clock to a Sunday school class if you haven't been able to do that. As Dave said on the screen, you've got an excellent opportunity uh, in the sanctuary class uh, next week at 9 o'clock, so-called because guess where it is? It's in the sanctuary. That's right. Uh, it's something not to be missed. Uh, Dave is an excellent teacher, and he has uh, some guest speakers, and we'll have some fun uh, with some Sunday school this summer. So don't miss it. I know I won't. We have... Um, We've been looking at the essentials of the Christian faith for the past several months now. And this week and next, we're going to wrap up that series by focusing on the nature and the role of the church, the people of God. And we thought, hey, what better way to start that by having uh, the church be the church in two of its most powerful ways— baptism, and communion. And then we thought, and let's have everyone present. Let's make it a family day together, one big family. And so we invited the kids into the room too this morning. Hi, kids. Are you out there? Hi. <laughs> baptism, um, baptism and communion both have two foundation stones in common. One stone I call in, and the other stone is called out, because both are an inward, <clears throat> an inward experience of God, excuse me, <clears throat> and they're an outward expression of our faith. Both baptism and communion are an inward experience of God and an outward expression of our faith. And that's what we're about to experience this morning in celebrating the baptism of several people. Inward experience and outward expression. Those we're about to see baptized, they've all made their commitment to Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They all want to follow him as best they can, so help them God. They all love Jesus. And when people come to believe in Jesus, the Bible is very clear. Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit on that first Pentecost, has just given his famous speech. In it, Peter tells the story of Jesus. And all who hear it, the Bible says, are deeply moved. And they ask him and the apostles, what shall we do? Peter's response is beautiful in its simplicity. He says, repent and be baptized. And 3,000 people that day took the plunge. Wow, what a sight that must have been, right? 
And it must have been a long service, I'm thinking. And um, Peter also makes a startling promise. Did you catch it in Acts 2 up on the screen? In fact, Peter makes one of the most, one of the greatest, most amazing promises ever. Oh, what a promise. He tells us that when we repent, when we turn and face God, and when we, so help us God, move even one step toward Jesus, Peter promises when we repent that we will, not we might, but we will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And oh my, what a gift. And so we're about to see right here in this room, right there in that baptismal, we are about to see live and in person as supernatural an event as there ever can be people actually receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit, Bible says. And well, isn't that just exciting? Not even Harry Potter can top that. Peter continues by telling the people that the baptismal promise of the Holy Spirit is for everyone all time, including you and me. And so these people this morning will never be the same again. They're about to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, and the gift of the Holy Spirit is that good. That's the in part. Our brothers and sisters in Christ this morning are about to have an amazing inward experience of God. Once again, it's moving day for God as he literally moves into people yet again and makes them his home, and that's really cool. And what about the outward expression part? Well, the out happens in at least two ways. First, in deciding to be baptized in public, each person is witnessing their faith in Christ, expressing it outwardly for all to see before God and before all of us here this morning. And so, we get to experience God inside us, too, through their outward expression of their faith in baptism. And second, as each person climbs out of the water, their lives, their everyday lives, in all that they say and do, their lives become an outward expression of God. Because once God gets in, once he gets in, you can't wait to get God out to the rest of the world too. And that's really cool too. In and out. Hmm. Just like the experience of getting into the water and back out again, changed and renewed. God gets in. And then he gets out in them, too, to others. George is standing by with our baptism candidates. George, my friend, it's all yours. Wow. Sam, I didn't say 
for the church now, which is far better uh, than In-N-Out Burger, it's, it's In-N-Out West Bowles Church. That was well explained. And uh, we have a, a, an awesome group here this morning. And so uh, we're going to ask them to maybe share a little bit about even why they're here. Obviously, they wouldn't be here if they hadn't accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. But um, God's Holy Spirit has uh, big plans for all of them. So come on, um, come on down. Is it Kate? Kate, come on down, Kate. This water, uh, I just want to make a comment, is very comfortable. We have done baptisms in like 32 degree water where you had to break the ice. This is a lot better. Uh, Kay, give us your name. My name's, my name's Kay Burkhart. And uh, was there something you would like to say about why you're here? When I made the decision to become baptized, Dave asked me to say a few things, and for the past few days I've thought about that. And there's actually about a thousand reasons that I want to be baptized. Emotional reasons and deeply personal reasons. And I'm just going to keep all those between me and the Lord. Well, good enough. Uh, and this is a personal inside thing. But as we've learned, it works itself out. And mm -hmm. the, the way we treat people, the way we act, what we believe, how we live. I'll ask anyway, Kay, have you committed your life to Jesus Christ? Yes, I have. And is it, is it your deepest desire to serve him with all of your heart? Yes, it is. Great. Well, Kay Burkhart, grab your nose. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good going, Kay. There. Faith indeed is a personal thing, but we also have a young lady here uh, that will probably say a few things. So give us your name and then tell us what's on your mind. My name is Ashley Kernerbitter. I made this decision to join Christ quite some time. He's been pressing on my heart for as long as I can remember. Um, I recently came to the Lord in the last year when I had been in a period of darkness for so long and he really brought me to the light through a life-changing event. Mm. And really, the words of John 3 where he tells us that we need to be born again are really speaking to me. And through his grace and through his salvation, we know that we're saved and we know that we're born again by the Spirit. But Christ is truly the living water and through this experience, we can share others that we are born of the Spirit and of the water. Wow. I think we just, that's awesome. Ashley. Ashley, it's clear that you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Is it your desire to serve him and to love him and to live for him in every way? Yes. We'll grab your nose. Ashley, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good going. Nice going. Please. Well, come on down. Give us your name, and uh, if you have some special things you want to say, we'd love to hear from you. I'm Thomas Pinnell, and um, I decided to get baptized today because I felt like God had put it on my heart probably a long time ago, and I just wasn't responding. Um, 
he delivered me from an addiction to pornography years ago. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I mean, I've just loved him. He's so much fun. <laughs> um, but uh, I felt it was important to have a baptism, even though I was already baptized as a child, that was symbolic of taking off the old man and putting on the new man. So that's really, um, it took me a while to come to the decision because I felt I was already baptized. But um, I just felt it important to go through this type of baptism. Thomas, I, I really appreciate, and the church appreciates, your courage and your transparency. Um, it's a struggle of a lot of people, and Christ has a way of teaching us uh, that we can see others, even females, through the eyes of Christ, which is a heck of a lot different than pornography. <laughs> so uh, that's what he's good at. He just wants to restore us to the way he designed sexuality to be, and that's such a freeing place, isn't it? Well, I'm assuming you have accepted Christ without a doubt, but it, it's clear to me also that it is your desire to uh, live for Christ in every way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Thomas, if you'd grab your nose up here. Up here, grab oh. your nose. Thomas, I baptized you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Get going. Hey, congratulations. That, that's the honesty of the, uh, the gospel. That's the honesty of what Christ does. He really does come with his truth and set us free. Come on down here. Uh, give us your name. My name is Derek Slagle. And do you have anything you want to say, Derek? The Lord has blessed me in so many ways over the last five years that... There's no way I can repay him, hmm. but getting baptized is a good first step. Hmm. He must be a baseball guy, too. He's got a shirt. Very much yeah. so. Baseball nuts. Well, you know, uh, it, I just want to tie in a little sermon here on nuts. Actually, <laughs> um, uh, really, Christ breaks. Uh, we are like a closed system. We are like a closed nut. And our society and our world is creative as it is, and we are, uh, we're still stuck in a closed system, like inside of a nut. Uh, There's only one who breaks that nut, and that is Christ himself. He doesn't do it from the inside out. He does it from the outside in, courtesy of the finished work of Christ on the cross. Well, I'm glad you wore that shirt, Derek. Have you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes, I have. And is it your desire to serve him with all that you are? Absolutely. Great. Grab your nose. Derek, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Super duper. Nice going. Yeah. All righty. You know, uh, we have a lot of Air Force people here in this congregation, and we're proud of them, but well, these, this is one of the young men that we are very proud of. So introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and why you're here. I'm, uh, I'm Ryan Vanderneck, and I'm here because uh, I came to Christ uh, thanks to my wife, Sarah. She made me want to be a better man. And um, uh, we recently had my son, Levi, and uh, basically... I want to lead my, uh, my family in its faith, and the only way to lead is through example. So. Mm. And uh, I understand you fly the C-130 now? I do. Yeah, for the Air Force. 
<laughs> you can't land a C-130 on a carrier, so <laughs> anyway. A little more skill, a little less Yeah, pain, a little right? less. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Brian, have you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior? I have. And is it your deep desire to serve him with all that you are? Yes, it is. Great. Grab your nose. Brian, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. In, um, in communion, we have our two foundation stones as well, in and out, an inward experience of God and an outward expression of our faith. The inward experience part happens in at least two ways. First, it happens when we take time to remember. We remember again in communion the incredible sacrifice that Jesus made his own life, that sacrifice that makes all the difference. And when we pause to remember, we experience God in this memory. Jesus tells us simply, do this to remember me. Second, it's not only a past memory that goes on in communion. Something happens right now, too, even as we take and eat the bread and take and drink the cup in. That powerful symbol of, of Jesus' broken body and shed blood given in forgiveness of our sin invites and causes God's Spirit in us to stir. And in a way, we experience again that presence of God intimately in us as we take the bread and take the cup. The outward expression of our faith is powerfully present in communion too, in community. It's no coincidence that those two words share that same root, communion and community. We are about to witness to each other our remembering, our experience of God right now, His presence in our lives today, and our faith that Jesus did not die in vain, but that through His death we are forever saved. Paul affirms in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until He comes. In and out, inward experience of God and outward expression of our faith. As you came in, you saw, I'm sure, or as you look around the sanctuary now, you'll see different tables or stations set up around the room. Each table is the same. You only need visit one. Someone will be at each station to assist you with the bread and the cup. And all who believe are now invited to experience God and express their faith in communion. 
If you're here with your husband or your wife or your families, we invite you to participate together as a family. Or you can make your way alone. Either way, God will meet you there. The music will play as you make your way to a table. Take communion right there and and then return to your seats. We have and we left plenty of time this morning, so as you wait for a, a way to clear or a line to thin out, and as you have time after you've taken communion, use the time. Allow the music to open you. Reflect quietly on, on God's love for you, poured out through His amazing Son. And maybe uh, offer up a prayer as well. Tell God, tell God as His Spirit is stirring in you what's on your heart. Ask Him, ask Him how He would use you today and tomorrow and even the rest of your days to proclaim Him to the world. So come, let's gather around the Lord's table in communion. Let's remember and experience and proclaim what the Lord Jesus has done for us. Come.